Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And then I picture the Italians like in the garage with a little glass of red sat next to it, maybe like a cheese board, a <laughs> little bit of salami, <laughs> little bit of salami. <laughs> and they're just like, eh, you know, we, we could put them in for a pit or we could just have another glass of wine. So the Pit Stop podcast is a very special day today because, as you know, our guest, Joshua Bagembe, had his national championship race. It was today. Fab, how did he get on? You are national champion! Joshua Bagembe did it! He absolutely <laughs> smashed it. We, sent, we spent the day with him. We filmed everything. It's absolutely amazing. It was such a special day. Yeah, there's going to be the sickest little YouTube video coming out of the whole day that we had. It was yeah. awesome. It was great to see Joshua again. Joshua, dude, your mom and dad, absolute legends. Your brothers as well. It's just a great day and, and congratulations, man. It's so it amazing sick. to be a part of something when it's just such a lovely family, such a lovely person, such a great driver. So excited to see where his career goes. So we hope you love that. And he gave us the tires off of his go-kart. Yes, the go-kart he did. that he won the national We've got championship. A blue with. bag sat in front of us with four worn tires on. The ones he won the championship with. They're going in the background. How cool is that? Yeah, so that's now's probably a good time to say that like any any other guests that we have coming on our pod, we've got Callum, the Red Bull technician. We've got his Costa Cup. <laughs> yeah, if you're ever wondering what the random Costa Callum, Cup Callum, you left your Costa Cup on the floor, so obviously we're going to keep it in our background now. That's that's our <laughs> gift from you, so thanks for that, bro. And uh, now we've got Begembe's tyres. But Michael and Brad, you gave us shit. Yeah, yeah, and we're out in Zambor this weekend, so Michael, Brad, if you don't give us anything, then I see how it is. I, I see where our friendship lies. I mean, I wouldn't mind a full-size Formula One wheel, but I, I have no idea how we're going to get that back. I'm sure someone can sort it out. Can anyone listen and sort it out? <laughs> we just had the Belgian Grand Prix. It was a bit of a weird one today because we've been out all day. I'm really sunburned. We weren't able to watch the race how we normally would. We watched the uh, highlights. We've just caught up completely. But we we literally, we had, I, I deleted the F1 app from my phone and I haven't been on Instagram all day because I didn't want to find out anything. And then we got all these sick pictures with Joshua. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to put one up on Instagram right now. We're sat in the car and the first thing I see, oh, Max Verstappen's a winner. whoop de <laughs> Ruined. It was bloody mech. It was F1 mech, wasn't it? I yeah. went straight on and his picture comes straight up. And I was just, I looked at it and I thought, how has Verstappen won that race? And then we started watching the highlights. P14 I still, I still don't really know. Like it's, it's, it's hard to judge it from the highlights. Like if you, when you don't watch a whole race, it's hard to really wrap your head around everything that happened. Yeah. If you go back right to the beginning, first lap, you had Hamilton and Alonso. And obviously Hamilton has come out now and said that it was his fault. So Hamilton has apologised and... Clearly was anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Hamilton and Alonso, to be, former teammates. Mate, the most impressive thing about that was how when Hamilton starts coming back on the track and Alonso's going straight for him and you just see him quickly turn the steering wheel. That's a world championship driving, bit of driving right there to me. Well, how did you think Alonso got on today then? Yeah, did fairly well. Considering, Are you really happy with him? He considering, he's, considering he's in an Alpine, he did, he did good. Yeah, Ocon had a great race as well. One of my favourite things in the highlights is when he took them two cars on the same corner. 
Yeah. Well, one of my favourite ones... Gasly and Vettel it was. ...is when you had Gasly and Vettel. Yeah, that's the yeah. same one. <laughs> and and, then, and you around. literally... You see Vettel coming down the straight, right, in the middle, and you just see these two cars praying on him <laughs> from behind. And they both put the same move on him at the same time, and that, I think, is beautiful. Yeah, it was a, it was a beautiful race. It's a shame we didn't get to watch the whole thing, but the highlights were more than good enough. Max Verstappen looks absolutely ridiculous. And that Red Bull looks like it's not going to be caught. Look, let's just be honest. At this point in the season, we might as well admit Red Max Verstappen is champion. Red Bull have won. The, the gap is massive. Charles Leclerc isn't oh, even I second st- I still anymore. think Alonso could pip it if he really <laughs> yeah. wanted to. Bro, yeah, do you, know what's, right. so, do you know what's so great is the fact that we've had a month off and we've just come back, first race back. We haven't watched it in like ideal scenario. However, I feel the fire yeah. reignited in my soul. And we're going to live that fire up even more because literally you're going to be listening to this on Monday. Tomorrow, we fly to Amsterdam. We are in Amsterdam Tuesday to Tuesday. We're going to be there for the Dutch Grand Prix. We're going to Zandvoort. We're staying in Amsterdam, which probably means we're going to be late to every day. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to have a bloody great time. So whoever's in Amsterdam, hit us up. If you look like a cool person, we'll come meet you. If you don't look cool, we probably won't. If you want to find us in Amsterdam, just walk down to every bar and we'll probably be on a bar call every evening. I cannot wait. (laughs) We're staying like 40 minutes away from the track, but we're going to be going into the track, obviously for the weekend, for the race. And hopefully we get to catch up with some of the guests we've had on. It'd be amazing if we can somehow sneak into the Red Bull garage, like Brad promised. Oh, I I have no qualms with this. I know. I'm going to walk straight into that Red Bull garage. I'm going to put a headset on. I'm going to start making changes to the car. <laughs> I don't think they need any I'll, changes, I'll be like, mate. I'll, no, I'll be like, Callum, fuck off for a minute. I'm not, <laughs> let me, just let me get my hands in this car and you'll be two tenths of a second quicker. All I want to do is hold the spanner. I just want to, I just want to see that the, actual spanner. The spanner. You know, the spanner that went round the track. Yeah. I just want to hold it. I've actually, I've actually, you know, recently been trying to take care of my health and my fitness a little bit and, uh, I feel like I've learned a lot and I feel like I have a lot of knowledge to pass on. So if Verstappen does need any tips <laughs> and if Brad isn't pulling his weight, then, um, bro, I will be your new performance coach. Hey, did you not? <laughs> I don't think Verstappen needs any help, okay? <laughs> Let's just go through the current driver's standings. Absolutely ridiculous. Max Verstappen is first with 284 points. Sergio Perez is now second. Yeah, just overtook. With 191 points. Charles Leclerc is third. 98 points behind Verstappen. That is a massive gap now. Like, I, I don't see that changing. The I gap's a bit too big The now. gap is just a little bit too big. Um, and it's such a shame because I don't feel like the majority of it has been his fault, to be honest. Mm. No, yeah, it, Ferrari um, have made some interesting decisions. Even in today's race, there was interesting decisions. It just shows you how much points Ferrari have lost because George Russell is fifth in the driver's standings <laughs> and is now only 16 points behind Charles Leclerc. It always cracks me up making me think when I think of Ferrari because I think of all these teams so streamlined. Like you got like Mercedes, Red Bull, like British men, like, you know, like fucking, or like German men from Mercedes. I don't know. I don't know who, what fucking... <laughs> it could be from anywhere, man. But I picture them being so streamlined and pinpoint and like wearing glasses and shit. And then I picture the Italians like in the garage of a little glass of red sat next to it. Maybe like a cheese <laughs> board. A little bit of salami. <laughs> little bit of salami. <laughs> and they're just like, eh, you know, we, we, we can put them in for a pit or we can just have another glass of wine. <laughs> Do you know what I actually think it is? I think they're under so much pressure. Because they're aware they've got quick cars. They're aware they've got competitive drivers. They're aware they can get poles and do well. 
But I think they're also aware of how far behind they are now. I think there will there will be some alterations to the team next year. I think Ferrari will make some changes. Do you? Yeah. Like what? Just to the pit crew, mechanics, people. race engineers, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yes. <laughs> Didn't you Google it? Who is the Ferrari strategist? It wasn't a strategist. It was like the. It wasn't the performance coach. It was like uh, something else, some other coach. Well, I'm actually. But on... he, he he has been. If you're if he's listening right now, he has been the coach for Hamilton, Schumacher. Raikkonen, Barry Keller, like loads what, of The guy that people. is there now? Because yeah. Charles Leclerc's race engineer is Javier Marcos Padros. Right, that's not the guy that And I he was is currently Charles of. Leclerc's race engineer. I'm actually liking this. We're not filming today's episode because I'm horrendously sunburnt. It's mm. currently half 10. This episode it's actually has to go great up tonight. Because we're both sprawled out on the sofa. Yeah. We haven't got a camera on us. I'm wearing my undies. Jake's actually <laughs> naked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we can have a bit more fun with these ones. Like I, can, I can move fun. around. I can shake my tush. I've got my laptop in front of me, so whenever I feel like I'm going to get something wrong, I can just have a little search. And it's quite good, actually, because I can go through the whole driver's standard. You've got no day. reason to be wrong today. Mate, you no have, reason you to be Google wrong. You have like your fingertips. No reason to be wrong. Going right back to the beginning of the race, felt a bit sorry for Bottas. <laughs> Bottas is just strolling around the corner. You know, he's picking up a bit of pace and out of nowhere... Latifi! He was actually off the track before Latifi hit him. What? So it was Bottas' fault? Bottas. Bottas? Bottas. Bottas was on the grass. I love a battered sausage. I, I love it. Have you ever tried a battered Mars bar? No. No, I haven't had a battered Mars bar. A battered Mars bar? Are you kidding me? Which you, you haven't had one either. Where right. have you had a bat? Where, right. Okay. Okay, right. I'll just be quiet. Okay, bro. After this pod, we're getting in my car. And we're driving to the nearest fish and chip shop and we're getting a bad Mars bar. <laughs> we will not do that, though. Bro, this I... is all talk. <laughs> You're all talk. Bro, I'm not. We'll do it. Let's, let's pause it and go now, then. <laughs> no, okay. We'll go after. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so what was Bottas doing wrong? I don't know. He was on the grass. And then as he's turning back onto the track, that's when Latifi clipped him. Yeah, but I think Latifi was it's very much in the wrong. It's still Latifi's, Latifi's fault. Latifi's coming yeah. all the way across the track. You know, to be fair, Charles Leclerc's finished uh, sixth, which isn't terrible i mean they did start so far down no did you not see what happened though bro well yeah explain it <sighs> i probably can't give you the greatest explanation because i'm fabio from pit stop but <laughs> i'm fairly aware that he he drove over some damage from one of the cars okay he had to go in because he had some he had said he had some smoke i have some smoke coming from my friend right so he went had to pit early that's why he pitted early because there was something wrong with his car change it that's why he went back to 19th because he was ninth Oh, went back to nineteenth, then fought his way back to fifth again. Is that why the Reb, the Ferrari drivers were out, and one was on hard and one was on medium at the end? It's because Leclerc was going for a fastest lap. Okay, so that's why they swapped him to softs. He knew did he, he get he, the fastest lap? Because I, it says here that Red Bull took maximum points this weekend, which must tell me he didn't get the fastest yeah. lap. Also, I don't get how he could have got the fastest lap because he pitted and came out on the final lap with his new tires, didn't he? But you can't get a fastest lap on the last lap. Because you, when you come out of the pits, your fastest lap's invalidated because it's not a whole lap. I'm pretty sure it was, was lap, it the lap before. It was lap 43 out of 44 when he came out of the pits, so he had one lap to do. Okay, well I don't know. I, I don't actually know if he got. Which the is a silly lap. idea because how are you going to do that without a toe? Yeah, I don't know. Everyone, Alex everyone knows that Charles Leclerc's only got four toes. <laughs> 
You're so stupid. (laughs) The sun's got to me. Yeah, the sun's got to me. Probably that and the fact that we just downed two bottles of Prosecco after covering Bukembe. Oh my God, you guys are going (laughs) to die at the video, right? So me and Fab bought these bottles of Prosecco, desperately wanting to like spray them like a Formula One race for if Joshua won. Like we knew he'd win because he's amazing. But like we wanted to, you know, we wanted to see it in person. And we had these Proseccos ready. Fab sprays it, shakes it up, puts his thumb on it and squirts it and it just streamlines straight in Joshua's <laughs> face. There's just this picture on Fab's Instagram of a 12-year-old getting absolutely demolished <laughs> by a bottle of Prosecco. Blast, I felt bad. I was like, Josh, I'm sorry. He was soaked, wasn't he? He was happy though. He was absolutely, yeah, he was happy. Luckily, he had a spare change of clothes. You know what? He had a tough weekend because even in the YouTube video, you're going to hear about it. But check this out for a 12-year-old, right? Yesterday, in his first heat, a car went into the back of him, drove up his go-kart, went straight into his back, and he went over to, like, the medicals or whatever. And, oh, no, he didn't want to go to the medicals. He avoided them. He, he didn't take his helmet off. He was so upset. And his mum thought that it, like, broke his ribs, that like, he was in so much pain. Yeah. Like, a go-kart had gone... You saw how quick the carts are today. Someone had gone straight into the back of him and 70, up him 70 miles per and hour. And hit his back, mate. And this is a 12-year-old boy. So he didn't get, you know, that's why he was starting seventh today because mm. it, 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 all the heats add up and he, he started further back than he did. And he showed so much like charisma today to start from seventh and know what he had to do. He didn't go for the overtakes. He didn't try and push up too much. All he needed to do was finish with a certain amount of points and he did it perfectly. <laughs> well, bro, to be honest with you, I'm fairly sure all these carts are meant to be the same level, but there was a few out front which just looked abnormally quick. I feel like, yeah, with something like that where you can't scrutinize everything, there's going to be a few people that do dodgy stuff in it. But some of them guys at the front of that race were way too quick. It weren't fair. You know what they're doing? What? Orange juice. It's the, yeah, it's the bloody it. orange juice. Yep. With orange bits in. juice in the engine again. With bits in. You should like sell that to one of the F1 teams because you are onto something, my friend. Bro, right. I got that right. Orange in the engine. I'm really good at physio. Uh, my strategies are amazing. And I could probably fix the car quicker than these chumps in Red Bull. <laughs> chumps in Red Bull. To be honest with you, man, I'm just all round. I'm like a whole, do you know what I mean? You're I'm, a package deal. I'm the whole cake. You're like a package holiday. I'm not just a slice. <laughs> I'm like a cake with your belly hanging out. I'm the out. whole chocolate gato. <laughs> That's the great thing about no camera. I can sit here. I've got my belly out. Oh, man. I've got my shorts pulled up. I've got my thighs out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the listeners don't know what they're, what they're missing. Because we're man. not on film, though. We're going to go completely off topic with Formula One. So let's go back. Alex Albon came 10th today. Alex Albon put in a really good shift today. Yeah, and he was good in qualifying as well. The Williams looked good. Like, the Williams gave me hope. The today. William. Like, <laughs> the William looks good. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. The William looked good. Vettel came 8th. The Aston Martin looks quick. And it was interesting what Fernando Alonso said in his press conference. He was asked before the race this weekend, why would you leave a team like Alpine who are higher than Aston Martin at the moment? And obviously he probably hasn't really had much of a choice in the situation. Maybe it wasn't his decision. Yep. But he said that next year you're going to get the best Fernando Alonso in F1 we've ever had. And he's, he seems to fully believe in Aston Martin's plan. What's you, their, what's well, their, I what's don't know. Well, mate, you're the guy with all the knowledge. Do you do you think it's possible for a team? You know, look at the budget they've got. They've got an amazing factory. Aston Martin are one of the most invested teams in. They've got a great group of people working. Aston Martin the team. don't have a wind tunnel. How do you know that? They use someone else's. I think quite a few teams share though. That's, but they're that's, getting their own one. Oh, what does that does that make a significant difference if someone has their own? Wind I think tunnel? that could be a. Uh, like a, a persuading point, which could be a reason why Alonso would want to go there. 
if they're pumping more money and they're investing in new infrastructure, everything else, then yeah, why not? Why not? He must have a little birdie in his ear telling him that, that, uh, fuck man, I'm so tired. Yeah, it's um, been a long day, man. <laughs> I can't I'm even think. As well. There must be someone telling him that Aston breaking Martin news, be sick. Breaking news, ah! breaking ah! news, breaking oh news, breaking, breaking news. Formula One can confirm that the Belgian Grand Prix will be on the 2023 calendar. Breaking news, oh, bro, confirmed. They said that like an hour ago. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but bro, the fuck, we've only been podcasting for 15 minutes. And breaking news, this is coming out tomorrow, so uh, everyone would have known this to, I was trying to catch the viewers' attention again, okay? <laughs> we probably bored them. I was trying to bring it back, right? I don't think anyone gets bored of us. Who really listens to us? Me, I get knowledge? bored of us. I think it's awful. <laughs> I don't listen to the pods. They bore you, me. You, I, I get fucking bored of you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo came 15th today. Not the best race for Danny, but we all know Danny has the talent. I just want to see him in a new car, new team, and a fresh start, to be honest. I think it's what he needs. Yeah, at the same time, though, I'm excited to see like how, how the rest of this year plays out. I, I said this before. I don't know whether he said it on the pod or not, but I think um, he, there's less pressure on him now. You mm-hmm. know? He, does, he, he knows kind of his fate with, Mercedes, uh, with, sorry, with McLaren. And he doesn't really have to prove to them as much anymore. So, you know, maybe he can chill out a bit more. Mm. Maybe he was a bit too chill this race. Considering yeah, that's he came fair. So far back. But I don't know, man. Let's Let, just let's go see. through the top 10. Verstappen one, Perez second, Carlos Sainz third, George Russell fourth, Fernando Alonso fifth, Leclerc sixth, Ocon seventh, Vettel eighth, Gasly ninth, Albon tenth. So Carlos Sainz started pole and finished third. Red Bull, man. I... I feel like I could just talk about him for ages. I was texting one of my friends just now talking about it and they've just come straight back and been like, it just, it, it's done. And they're so quick. So question for you. Do you see Red Bull now having this sort of like multiple year win streak that Mercedes just had? Mate, yes. I think Red Bull have done everything right. <clears throat> I think they've done everything right from the people working behind the scenes to the drivers in the cars to the team principles, to the media presence, to the way they handle everything, to the everyone. Look at the people we've met from Red Bull. One thing I must say is that Red Bull is the people's team. Yeah. In terms of engagement, in terms of just being like a, a solid team. Like to me, they just stand out above the rest in any, any sport that Red Bull does in general. But with F1 moving forward, the way that it has this last year, these last couple of years, Red Bull have been at the forefront of that shit. And you can't you can't knock a team for doing that. Like they are the people's team. And look at Formula One. Like one of the most important things in the whole race is a pit stop because everyone has to do it. Oui. Like pit stop, quick oui. brand. That's oui. why we made it our brand name. What an amazing name for a podcast, by the way. <laughs> it's a bloody good name. <laughs> <laughs> On the day of filming today, it's also Valtteri Bottas's birthday. Happy birthday, Valtteri Bottas! Take a guess. How old do you think Valtteri Bottas is today? Thirty-five. Incorrect. Valtteri Bottas is 33. For those of you playing along at home, did you well, get that right or did you get that wrong? He, pfft, he looks like a mid-30s man, so you can't argue with that. I want him on the pod so much. Yeah, I would love him or Joe. To be fair, to I'd be, honest be happy with any F1 driver. I'm like, not fussy. Any F1 driver would be great. There's a lot of talking points of Bottas because he's just gone from Mercedes and having sort of this amazing relationship with Mercedes and 
Lewis Hamilton to now being at Alpha, which is a very different scenario. I, I never forget that one clip of him where he's like, oh yeah, I wish I could win a world championship. He looks really emotional. Like I think that's why I'd love to have a chat with him and speak to him about how he feels about everything. I think there's a lot of uh, people who will feel that way because ultimately anyone who's in the Formula One, they will want to become a world champion. And there isn't room for everyone to become a world champion. So mm. there's going to be a lot of people who, who feel that emotion, which is really sad, man. Like it's your one goal in life and you, and you, you haven't achieved it through maybe, you know, maybe you're not a, a good enough driver, as blunt as that is, or maybe you just haven't had the opportunities with the correct teams. It must be so frustrating, like these drivers, because a lot of them have raced against each other before in like go-karts, like when they were younger, right? And when you're in a go-kart, like there's probably not as much leeway. So a lot of these drivers on these grids are probably very aware of like who was better in a car or who was better in that series or who was better in that. But then because they get separated in F1 teams where one team is so much better than another, you could have a situation where there's drivers on the grid, which maybe we do, who are actually better drivers but aren't able to compete because they're not in the car, which is then when you get really frustrated teams, frustrated drivers. Bro, there'll be a lot of absolutely amazing insanely talented drivers who won't even get the chance to get a seat in the Formula One. I know. There'll be so many people out there and it's the same thing with music. There are so many like unbelievable musicians out there who the world will never hear. Just as there's the same as amazing drivers that the world will never see because they haven't got the, they, ha they haven't been given the opportunity, whether it's through luck, whether it's through money, whether it's through anything like that, like mm. the uncontrollables. But I do think 2023, I've got a little feeling like that crystal ball has been shining in my face. Yeah. And I feel like there could be another team coming. I just feel like there could be another two cars on this grid. What, next year? And then we could have two more drive. I don't know. I just feel like the sport could do something nuts. Like I, I admire your, your, your train of thought where if I just make as many predictions as possible, <laughs> then at least maybe one of them will be right. right. And that's the one that I'll tell everyone about. Yeah, so far I'm on about zero out of 75. <laughs> but I'm hoping, I'm hoping two new cars come to the grid, okay? Do you know what's really exciting? Yeah. I don't know if we spoke about this yet. Uh, so I'm, we're, we're sat here in the living room. There's like the old F1 cars on TV right now. They're just showing all the old races. And all the old cars have like the numbers written on the side yeah. of them. Just realize Mercedes have, have done that, which I think is rad. I loved it. Totally, it makes it so much easier to see who's who. Totally radical. Uh, yeah, really cool. I think they should all do it. And I don't know whether Ferrari have done it all the season or not, but they've got their numbers on the back. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. It's always quite hard to spot who's who when it's on certain camera angles. So I do definitely do definitely rate. I wondered originally whether they were just covering a sponsor that like it doesn't sponsor them anymore. I don't know. Because it's kind of appeared out of nowhere. Unless there's like a significant thing for Mercedes and the Belgian Grand Prix. I, I don't know. To be fair, anything... With, oh, yeah, maybe, because it's a like, historic track. But to be honest, anything that is like reminiscent of all the old cars, I love. Like, I love all the old branding on it. I know they can't do it anymore, but all the old like cigarette branding on the side of cars and that, I thought was sick. Yeah. It doesn't really, it doesn't really advocate very well for like a sport where you got to be fit and healthy. Oh yeah, go go smoke some lucky strikes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a bit... And the martini thing everywhere. Yeah. Just Marlboro and martini. Yeah, but it looked cool, didn't it? It, it shows really... how much money these like companies had back in the day. Yeah, well, yeah. It was, just, it was run probably more by like one big company back then, wasn't it? Now I feel like it's fun. Look at all the advertisement boards now. You've got so many companies funding everything. But back then, I swear it was just like Marlboro everywhere. And like Martini. Yeah, everywhere. Marlboro, Lucky Strike, HP. Um, I don't know. I'm just pulling stuff off the top of my head right now. <laughs> How about if another team did join the grid in 2022? 
and there was just a whole new team. Yeah, 2023. What two drivers, say I couldn't pull any current F1 drivers, what two drivers do you think, if I had the team myself, it's called Jake Boys' Formula One team. Okay. What two drivers in the world do you think I should pull in to have a good chance? I've got a quick car. So let's say I've got a good car. Jake Hughes and Jack Aiken. Okay, so we're getting our <laughs> podcasts on. I like it. Not bad. I no. like it a lot. Um, let me think about this. Because I was going to go for Joshua Bagembe. Yep. But he's 12. So yeah, I, think I, don't might be I don't know if his feet would reach the <laughs> I pedals. I think there might be an age limit. <laughs> no, I would, um, I would definitely grab... Nick DeVries is, is maybe a shout. I'd grab... I'd get Dragovic. Like, I don't feel like there's any talk around him, but he's doing amazing in F2. Piastri, technically, because he's not in F1 yet. Oh, if I could grab Piastri... I'd have Piastri and Dragovic. But I'd be ha- if I could grab Mick out of Haas, I'd take that as well. If I could grab a little pastry right now, I'm starving. I'm bro. starving as well. No food. I'd love a little Piastri. I'm Today's starving. one of them weird Sundays where we're unable to give it the energy we normally would. We've literally been out screaming on the side of a go-kart track. Yeah. We, we left London at 8 a.m. It's now nearly 11. Yeah. I am absolutely shattered. It was three hours to get there, three hours back. Yeah, l- low energy right now. But, the, you know, being the pit stop, boys, there's nothing stopping us. I'm just turning it on right now. Let's go! Yeah, oh, we are here! <laughs> Bleep that. <laughs> that was quite rude, fam. This is a this is a bit of a short episode. I'm not really sure what else we can really say. The the race was amazing. Yeah, we didn't really we didn't get to see get to all of it. Watch the whole thing. We've literally just watched the highlights. Okay, so right. let's talk but, about some more of the highlights. Well, no, I think the guys need to know that like from this episode onwards is going to be mega because they're going to be out in Zambor. So Thursday's episode, we're probably going to be doing live from our hotel room. In That's Amsterdam, cool. That's cool. Which would be cool because we've probably got a few. We're only going to be there. We would have been there one night, mm. but there'll be some stories to tell. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> well, don't worry, guys. We won't hide anything either. Yeah. Also, something absolutely out of this world mega is happening on Wednesday. That's all you're getting. Yeah. But th- this... <laughs> don't it's, even let me talk about it because you know that yeah, I'll give you, it away you shut that trap throw away the key but this is potentially the biggest thing that we Pit Stop's ever done I guess the only way to talk about it would be like imagine who wouldn't be doing anything on a Wednesday is that giving too much away? shut the fuck up <laughs> just stop just stop so we've got one of our racing sims set up yeah 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 yeah. we have we're still waiting on a few more bits but and Verstappen's um, fastest lap in qualifying was a 143.6 what did you set in the Belgian Grand Prix a 150 <laughs> so we're flying not bad not bad six seconds behind a world champion yes please and thank you I'll take that all day long thank you very much <laughs> to be fair I could probably chill out once we get this edited and uploaded I could probably go and sit on that sim for a little bit uh, do you know what, what I was saying? You want, you want to put in a few hot laps? Yeah, man. I think we've given it a... Like, we have to give ourselves a bit of credit as well. We've done this month, done, like, all our episodes, put a mad amount of time in. Like, we're knackered right now. We're about to go away for the week. Like, we need a break. This needs to be a short episode. And we're going to be back with a banger on Thursday that's better than ever. Sunday's is going to be better than ever. Sunday's is going to be mega. I feel like maybe Sunday's we could... Because we're going to be at the race, we can't pot at the race, but... We could kind of pod in the morning after qualifying in the hotel and then we could pod well, when we get Well, maybe we back. just take little dribs and drabs. There's nothing stopping us from podding from the car park, is there? <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> as know. As soon as we leave those gates, aren't we? It's fucking anyone. There seems do to be very want. strict rules with Formula 1, what we're allowed to film where and when. So it does. We have to behave as much as we possibly can. But maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe we won't do this and I'm going to sound like a knob, but Sunday's episode could be like little bits from, like little segments from here, there and everywhere else. 
Yeah, okay. Well, like let's we, see what we can do. Like we did in Imola before we had to take it down. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like Sunday's episode is going to be a good one. And I feel yeah, like Thursday's episode is going to be... Me and you in Amsterdam, man. We've been to Amsterdam twice before already. Yep. We've got I've, some experiences. We've, I've actually been another three times on top of that. So this is going to be my sixth time. So one thing is for sure. We know our way around. <laughs> we know our way around. And we know what oh, we're for sure. for. <laughs> And okay. we're, no, we're only looking for one thing, good food and nice bars, because there's this one bar where you pour your own beers, and that is really cool. Yeah. Was that a restaurant? Was it a restaurant? I don't know what it was, but we it have had to like go a back little there. pumps on the table. We have to, it was your birthday last time we were there. I've got that clip of me singing happy birthday yeah. to you in the car with James. And there was that swing on top of that, that building, do you remember? <gasps> Man, I'm so excited to get out of the flat, because like, Fab's quit his job. <laughs> so Fab hasn't even been leaving the flat for the first time in his like whole life. He hasn't even Guys, been going I'm jobless. Anywhere. So if there is anyone out there who wants to offer me a job, Red Bull, Mercedes, McLaren, Alpine, Aston Martin, <laughs> Williams. So you've got Alfa from Romeo. you've got from labouring, doing pretty much absolutely jack shit every day. Excuse <laughs> me. I've seen the videos. Excuse I've seen me. the videos. Yeah, I've seen nothing. To coming on the mic and being like. Sean, Alpine, Red Bull, Mercedes, McLaren. Sean, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but I never did anything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon your Xbox, Xbox is missing? Missing? Missing me. Listening. Not listening, but he's absolutely missing me because they've been texting me every day asking me to come back. Oh, wow. That's really nice. It is really nice. And I never did any work, so I can't imagine what they want me back for. Maybe just... The sheer entertainment the and smile. joy. The smile. The smile. Come to work with a smile. That's all they want, mate. That's all they want. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for tuning in today's episode. Probably a bit of a shorter one. Uh, however, do not fret because the next two episodes at least are going to be absolute blasters. Yeah, I need to chill out. And also, we need to edit this Joshua video. We've got two hours of footage here. We've got to get this done tonight before we leave for Amsterdam because we want it to go up. Hit the iron while it's hot. We've got a national champion here. I don't want to keep him waiting, you know? Oh, no. But there is a chance we may have a special guest coming to the flat tomorrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. So maybe that could be wednesday's episode or we could do a bonus because we we're going to be out bonus. there it is it, it's actually a, a f not a guess that you would expect however it's cool if it does happen and it, he messaged us it's pretty like rad. that's cool like the thought of someone messaging us and being like yo i'm around do you want to do a pod and it's a cool guess like what i love about what we're doing on pit stop is i feel like we're opening the door and sharing the stories for the people that don't usually get to speak or don't usually get to can we drop any hints about this guy uh no no more hints maybe i've got a little hint okay how's that a hint i don't know what you're doing at all ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening to a pit stop podcast rate the podcast five stars thank you so much for joining us for guest month look be quiet or we're going to get copyrighted. You're such do. a good singer that you have to stop or we're going to get copyrighted, okay? You, you yeah, because it's like plagiarism because it's I, literally sound, identical. I sound just like it, the record. You would never know, okay? <laughs> Rate the podcast five stars. Sorry it's a short one. Our YouTube is Pit Stop. Search Jake and Fab. Go and watch the Joshua Bagenbe video. He becomes a national champion. It's insane. We're going to pack our bags. We're going to head to Amsterdam. If you're out at the Dutch Grand Prix, make sure you say hello. We want to see all of you there. Let's have drinks at the bar and let's party because the Dutch Grand Prix is apparently one of the biggest parties one of the best events yeah yeah and if anyone is out there listening who is going to be at Zandvoort 
bring us a gift. It can be anything. Gift? I, I, no, I don't care what Why it is. Why are you asking for it could, shit? It could be a blade of grass, but I just like the fact that someone may come up to us and be like, here's a blade of grass. I listen to your pod. It doesn't cost him. It doesn't cost you any money. Okay, you can bring Fab. You can bring Fab a blade of grass. Bring me a beer. Yeah, bring me some donuts. <laughs> Always hungry. There's that amazing shop in Amsterdam along the high street just over the bridge where it's got all the pastries and they do all the donuts and gingerbread men and stuff like that. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. I love walk to walk. Yeah. To be honest, in Amsterdam, I'm always hungry. We'll take Millie and Nat there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's going to be such a Van good trip. Zoo, I can't wait. Let's go. <laughs> We're going to Amsterdam. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye-bye. Powered by Spirit Studios.